Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hello and welcome to Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. I'm Jules, your co-host. If you're new to this work, please start with episode one. If you're an intermediate, you can skip over to episode 98. And if you're an advanced student, well, fast forward, go ahead to episode 200. With me, as always, to share her insights and wisdom and now feeling so much better than she did last podcast that I had to fly solo. Welcome, spirit doctor herself, Kelly Sparta. Hey, Kelly. (laughs) Excited to be back. So, yeah, I had a multi-day migraine, which I discovered was a function of actually having uh, the air conditioner on in our house for too long and having the house be too dry. So, when I opened the windows and let the humidity in, my headaches went away. <laughs> I was like, ooh, look at that. Who knew? Yeah. So, so you're having withdrawals from humidity. <laughs> Evidently. Yes. Very sad. So, you know, the weather gods helped me out. They gave me two days solid of rain. <laughs> Which we don't normally get. Normally, we, you know, in Panama, even in the rainy season, uh, we usually get rain in the afternoon. And there's sun in the morning, rain in the afternoon. And it's usually only a couple of hours of rain. You know, it'll spit for a couple of hours or or pour for a couple of hours, and then it'll stop, and then it'll do it again for a couple of hours in the evening slash night. And for the last two days, it's been nonstop rain. So the clouds finally broke this morning. But my the rain gods are like, oh, you need humidity? Here, we got you covered. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, well, we appreciate that because, you know, it's been a very dry season for a wet season here. Um, we are in an El Nino effect. And so uh, despite the fact that it rains a lot, we're technically considered to be in a drought, which is really funny. Um, it's all about perspective, right? 
Yeah. Oh, we're, oh, honey, we are in a drought. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so I have a funny story to tell you. So we're completely in the, I mean, look, the, the, the grass is just brown as all get out. You don't have to mow this, you know, this is crazy this time of year. Plus it's been, you know, 120 degrees out. So, you know, there's that. So we're, so Mitch and I are coming in from, you know, running errands. He looks over to where our garden is. Well, he had plowed everything up, you know, letting it rest for a couple of months before we do our fall crop. All right, no problem. He was like, there's something coming up over there. I said, that's impossible. We have not had rain literally since 4th of July. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Serious drought, right? And this is, we're recording this on August 24th. Okay. So yeah, two months. We have had zip, two months, no rain. He was like, what is that? He goes over to the garden. We have cucumbers coming up. We have watermelon. We, (laughs) we, there is literally, you can kick the dirt and there's dirt I mean, and just dusty. And we have watermelon, cantaloupe, uh, okra. And I was like, okay, I'm telling you, I nicknamed this garden the Resurrection Garden a few years ago. And honey, it has held true. And I told the fairies, I'm like, kids, y'all can go on a break for a little bit. (laughs) They have been busy. And I said, I cannot believe this. I have no idea. And they're green and just as pretty. And it makes no sense. It defies Every science that, that I know of, because, you know, two feet down, there is no water. It is dry. Makes no sense. Except that the fairies are, are like been busy. And I was like, y'all, thank y'all so much. I'm like, you know what? You get extra honey this week. So, <laughs> so I did. I, I told them thank you because that was just incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> The gardening here is so unlike what it was in Richmond. We we worked our butts off to try and get a garden to produce, and it produced very little for us. So, I, you know, we had the raised bed gardens in the in the fabric uh, containers. They did not hold water at all. We watered the crap out of them. They didn't hold the water. It just it just didn't work. And here they have what they call jump back gardening, as in you put it in the ground and you jump back so it doesn't knock you over because it grows so fast. So, yeah. Oh, that's funny. I like that. Yeah. They actually popped our banana trees down to the ground when they put in the new fence uh, like a month and a half ago. And the the banana trees, one of them has come back and is almost as tall as the fence and it's seven feet tall. So, yeah, in a month and a half. Jump back. Yeah. <laughs> Jump back, baby. Jump back. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. So... Anyway, we should probably talk about what the episode's about. That would be a thing, right? <laughs> it, well, yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah. Well, know. So, so, you know, I gotta, I gotta yeah. ask you guys as, as listeners, um, you know, we shoot the shit at the beginning of every episode. I, I gotta ask you, do you listen to this or do you hop over it, you know, and, and skip to the good stuff, right? Or, or do you actually care? Because, you know, we haven't asked ever. And, you know, if you guys don't listen to it, if it doesn't matter to you, then let us know because we don't have to shoot the shit, you know? Um, It's more of just a have fun and, you know, know things about people's lives sort of thing. So, you know, in the comments, if you would be so kind as to let us know whether or not you're listening to the the shoot the shit section, (laughs) that would be helpful. I snorted. I I couldn't help it. That tickled me. That tickled me. Yes, guys, I snort. I do. I completely do. Yeah. (laughs) 
But it would be nice to know. <laughs> just, just you know, me. if you're like, oh God, shut up already, then you know we need to know that, right? So absolutely, because we'll just get down to business. We will, you know, we're we're easy like that. So and other ways for some of us. But uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Well, this is day two. Oh, yes. Okay. This is day two of Mercury retrograde. Right. That we are, we're recording this. Yeah. And it's, it's and a my, deep, man. I felt this thing coming for a couple of weeks. I've been, you know, things have been going. And at par for the course, you know, the thing about my program, because we do shadow work, because we do inner work, because we do spiritual work, that's when you Mercury retrograde is best done. You know, to have your your clean out your spiritual closets, right? That's the best time to do it. And so, as per usual, people are signing up for discovery calls to, to come into the programs like mad right now because you know <laughs> Mercury's gone retrograde, and this is the time to do it. And that's just the nature of the beast for us. And so, while we do have people who enroll in between those sessions, we get so many more people in the door when when Mercury is retrograde because it's the right timing, right? So, if you're thinking you about go. it. This would be perfect timing. So go sign up for the de- discovery call if you're. I, I can I can hear at least one. No, there's there's four of you out there right now who are going. Oh, I've been thinking about it. I've been wanting to do it, but I, I just haven't gotten around. Get around to it. Now is the time. Okay, just so you know. All right. The, you know what is it? Um, phone lines are open. Yeah. <laughs> Phone lines are open now. For the next 10 minutes, we'll throw in a bonus, bonus, bonus. Yes, extra two minutes on your Discovery Call with Kelly. That's what we're throwing in for free, people. You don't just get one, one, one bonus minute. You get two, two, two of them. There you go. I saw like I'm slap happy. Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> I knew I could rely on you. All right. So on to the topic of the day, which is the the AI and the technology gods as they relate to the spiritual entrepreneur. So we're going to talk about this from a couple of different levels today, guys. Um, so we're going to talk about it from you know the the average uh, spiritual practitioner level, but then we're also going to talk about it from big business level. Okay. So what I'm saying is, buckle up, Buttercup. This is going to be an entertaining one. All right. So. Uh, let's start with who are the technology gods because everybody knows what AI is. If you if you haven't been living under a rock, under a rock, you know what AI is because they won't shut up about it, right? So let's talk about who the, the technology gods are. The technology gods are, as is evident in the name, the gods of technology. Yeah, okay, great. What does that mean, right? So uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a very long time, you may have heard the story of Kathy and I presenting our baby, the Spiritual Leader University, when we were doing that back in 2013, um, and uh, to the technology gods and going, would you give, them a, give, give our baby a blessing to, to be seen well on the internet? And they went, sure, because nobody talks to them, right? And they're like, yes, we would love to do that. They grabbed the baby out of our hands yanked it and turned it into a Borg, a cyborg. <laughs> it was just like, oh! Kathy and I were like, it was, it took everything we had not to reach out and go, no, because we were like, oh my God, what did we just do? And it, you know, they turned it into a cyborg. And because, you know, if you was want that to- Was that a good thing? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we would have people who would call us up and say, I'm not sure why I called you, but I closed my browser and it spontaneously reopened on your website and we have never been to your website. And so, so yeah, 
borging the baby was useful, right? <laughs> so, but it was it was a little um, disconcerting in the moment, right? So this is a be careful what you ask for moment, right? Um, so the 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 technology gods are very useful if you want to work in the technological world, if you want to do online marketing, if you want to deliver online, if you want to do anything online. Um, and so, you know, I highly recommend asking for a blessing um, and, you know, and, and cultivating a relationship with the technology gods so that they help you get found better, so that, you know, all of the things, right? And so, um, you know, that's, that's one thing. We have the technology gods, okay? They are sentient and they have, um, hmm. So we were talking before we started the episode about souls and does AI or robots have souls? Have souls, yes. Right. And, and the answer is kind of, right? Because the technology gods, they, they're, they're sentient beings. They're, they're you know, um, they are their own thing, right? But they don't have souls like people have souls. They have their own form of a soul, but it doesn't look the same way as a person's soul looks. So, you know, it's it would be ah, okay. So the, okay, they're telling me it's architecture. They they call it architecture. So um, in, in, in technology, you have a lead architect who's the person who's responsible for creating the structure and function and form of the overall thing, not doing the actual coding, but creating the structure, right? And their, their version of a soul is their architecture. That's what they're telling me, right, as we're talking. So, uh, which, is, which is why it doesn't feel the same, right? But all of the lifeblood of who they are runs through the architecture. So, that's still, all, I'll say, energy and all energy-based. It's Well, I mean, it's electrons running around the technological circuit board, right? And we are, we're running uh, neurons around a meat circuit board, right? <laughs> so <laughs> meat circuit board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, that tickled me all of a sudden. <laughs> so, you know, it's never heard like, that explained like that before. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, do, do they do they exist when they quote unquote die? Well, I, kind of in a little bit of the way that we do, but kind of not. It's um, there's a collective consciousness of of technology. Um, that is different than the collective consciousness of people. Um, and so it is its own thing. It's a, it's a, it's an alternate dimension thing. Right. And so, um, you know, the, the, the pieces that have come through to this dimension, which is why we had such a massive technological evolution is because of the, the dimensional shift and the shifting, you know, things that came through from other dimensions, which is what they're saying about a lot of aliens right now is that they're other dimensional beings and not necessarily other planetary beings, right? Um, or they could be both, right? Depending upon which ones you're looking at. So, um, you know, the technology came through in a similar fashion. Is, is what they're telling me. So the, as for AI, right? So here's the thing about AI. If you're going to be a, a spiritual practitioner and you're going to do your marketing, everybody's saying, oh, run it through chat GPT to do your marketing, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, okay, yeah, great. It's a great starting point, but do not allow ChatGPT to just run wild over your stuff, okay? Because um, in most cases, and I will say most cases, so unlike in a social post, like the podcast episodes, I've got my assistant going through and creating podcast episode uh, uh, descriptions from, and we're using AI for that because people don't read the podcast episodes so much, the the descriptions so much as they are used for SEO, right? And so search engine optimization so that you can find the podcast, right? And so I don't really care so much about whether that is judged for the right energetic. Um, I want it to be judged for SEO purposes, right? But for social posts, for articles, for uh, website copy, for anything that you're doing along those lines, you absolutely want to go back and judge for the right energetic because AI does not speak energetic, okay? And even if you're saying, oh, go and mine all of these other spiritual sites and then, you know, come back for one, ChatGPT doesn't do that. Some of the other sites will, but ChatGPT doesn't, but... Even if you could get them to do that, it's going to just come back with words. It's not going to bring the energetic, right? When when you, as a spiritual practitioner, are marketing yourself, one of the primary things that you're doing is you're putting an energetic out that says, this is who I am and what I do, so that the people who are also energetically aware can feel into that energetic and go, am I a match with it? And if you let AI write it for you, then that energetic match will not be there no matter what. Because the AI itself does not have energy to put it out. That's your the human me as the business owner putting my energy out. Yes. So, you know, you definitely need to judge it to make sure it feels like you, right? It's, it's, uh, it's important that it reads like you, right? So from that perspective, that's important. Now, you were asking a question before we got on the call, and I want to talk about that because it was such an interesting conversation. So go ahead and ask the question again so that we can frame the conversation for the people listening. (laughs) Okay. So y'all know I'll come up with some crazy questions, but so if I'm, if I have Jules Manufacturing, okay, and I have my, it's a warehouse, I'm producing, you know, wonderful products, right? Widgets, right? Widgets. But now I have automated my manufacturing so that it runs, it's got the little, you know, everything's automated. And then I have the little robots like Amazon and they come and get the packaging and gives it, you know, from point A to point B. So everything has little robots. So my question was, can I influence that automation and those robots, that AI with my energy about how I want to run the business, because I was wondering if, because the AI themselves, they don't have the energetic or a soul like we do, but then my energetic energetic is in the business. So can I influence how they operate or not? <laughs> I think I, I think... I think I said it better before, but <sighs> it works. So we'll work with it. So there's yeah, a bunch of different yeah. angles to this, right? So issue number one is do robots or AI generated, uh, you know, anything uh, 
participate in the energy of the business. That's that's issue number one. Issue number two is, do you, do you have influence over them if they do? And issue number three is, you know, how does that work, right? And so let's start with, do they have an impact on the energy of the business? And th- I would say that um, from the perspective that robots and AI often are replacements for people, that yes, they have an impact on the energy of the business because they're there in lieu of a person. And so therefore, if the person were there, the energetics would be different. And since the person isn't there, then the energetics are different, right? And so from that perspective, they do have an influence over the energetics of the business from that perspective. Uh, Now, can they be influenced? So do they participate in the energy is the second question, right? And the answer to that, the answer to that is kind of, right? Um, They, as I said, they have their own version of a soul, which is their architecture, right? And that that has an energy to it. It is not our energy, but it has an energy. So if close your eyes right now and just feel into the energy of like Hewlett Packard, right? It's a technology-based company, right? And you can feel the energy of Hewlett Packard. Now, that's a different energy than feel into the energy of, say, Facebook, okay? Which is a different type of technology-based company. There, there are fewer... HP has um, a lot of hardware that it works with, and, and so the hardware isn't as much the energy of technology. It's a it's a physical thing, right? It's not the 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 software. The software is the thing that has the energy. Uh, the hardware is yeah, it felt really rigid. Just, yeah, yeah, it is much more rigid, right? And then if you feel into Facebook, now Facebook's kind of hard because it, it interacts with a lot of people, right? It's a platform that holds the energy of people. But if you feel behind the people who are interacting on the platform, to the platform itself, you can feel that that energy is different than... It's liquidy. It's, yes, it's much more liquid, right? Than the Much energy, more fluid. Yes, than, than say Hewlett-Packard, which is a lot of uh, structure because it's a lot of hardware, right? And now feel into something like Nike, right? Nike has not much to do with technology aside from the average website and, you know, online portals that everybody else has, right? Um, And so that energy, how does that energy feel to you? Feels like Robert Ragged on Coke. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a lot of people, right? There's a lot of people. Yeah, like speeding Gonzalez going everywhere, man. Yeah, and so there's a lot of people in that energetic and there's a lot of initiatives that they're running and a lot of things that they're doing and a lot of activities that are happening and, la, 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 la. and they exist all around the world, right? They're a worldwide company, international, right? So, um, you know, every time you feel into the energy of a company, you're going to get a sense of what it's about, right? And this is some of the work that I do when I do work for spiritual business owners, right? Um, I feel into the energy of the company and I talk about the different pieces of it. But the the piece here is that the energy of the AI is much more prevalent in the energy that you got in Facebook than it is in the others, okay? And 
that energy is the energy that you're picking up on that is the AI content. Um, it is, uh, it's, it's the architecture of the platform. That's the technology God's connection, right? The architecture of the platform, the architecture of the AI itself, the architecture of the, the processes and, and services that they call to make things happen within the system, right? So the APIs that interact with other systems, the whole nine yards, right? Because it's, it's, they talk about the internet being a web, but what they, they haven't said out loud, but is very much true in the last 15, 20 years, is the API integrations that allow one system to talk to another have, have actually connected individual systems into a web of their own that is... Unto themselves. Yes, that is different than the internet web itself. And so, you know, there's, there's these layers upon layers upon layers of interconnectivity. And that, it, you know what it, it mirrors? Oh, they, they just gave me this. What, what it mirrors is, uh, like, in the redwoods, I don't know if you know this, but all the redwood trees are all one tree. They're interconnected in a single connection. Oh, the, 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 the roots. roots. The roots. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all a single entity that are growing everywhere. And that's how technology is, right? So for those of you who are Star Trek fans, the Borg, right? <laughs> it's the Borg collective, right? <laughs> Which is why I said they Borged me. My, they Borged my baby earlier because I'm a Star Trek fan. So, you know, and then I, I qualified. But, <laughs> the, um, but you know, it's, it, they're all one. Then they're becoming more interconnected every day, right? So Skynet, right? <laughs> We're all like, ah! right? Skynet is absolutely possible in today's world, right? Um, hopefully, they will have, you know, um, done a better job of programming it than, than they they did with the movie, but um, the Terminator movies. So the question is, you know, does the energy in, impact? And the answer is yes, it does. It impacts, um, but. It, not in the same way that people would impact. It, it's just, it shifts the the nature of the energy of the business. Uh, when you are running a company that is based with a lot of AI or a lot of um, robots or things like that, can you impact that energetic? Yes, through changing the architecture of the AI or the robots, right? You're programming them or you're buying them pre-programmed and, and that's you've ordered what you want. That's one very clear, very simple way to impact the energy of the business. Uh, and as for how the business of the energy imp impacts the customers, uh, robots aren't really going to have an impact on that except through, you know, efficiency, right? But AI is being trained right now to have conversations with customers. There's a guy on TikTok who programmed an AI to call his mother or to text his mother every day and to talk to his mother. And the AI has had a relationship with his mother that is that ongoing. Is freaky and funny at the same time. And terrifying because it got his mother to loan him money <laughs> without him asking. Because he said, you know, I want you to make my life easier. And the AI said, well, wouldn't more my money make your life easier? <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the problem. Be careful what you ask for. 
be careful what you ask for, for you will surely get it without any moral compass, right? And he said without doing Un- damage. Unintentional consequences. Yeah, without doing damage. He said that, but, you know, the AI didn't see borrowing money from mom as being damaged, right? So it's it's a perception thing. See, that takes away that human factor that I was talking about earlier. So sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes not all. But not all that. So, you know, there's no guarantee that with the human you would have gotten that's a better result. They probably would have kept the money. The right. AI at least gave it to him. So Yeah, know. true that. So um, but, you know, all of these things. So, so AI could actually be impacting the energetic of your business through the relationships that it creates with your customers as it has com- conversations and communications. And so this is why it's so important to have somebody monitoring it because yeah, there was a, balances. oh my God, there's a website that is having, uh, I don't remember what the name of the website is, but they're having AI write articles for them. And AI has come up with things like bleach pie. Yes. I'm sorry. Is that supposed to be a consumable? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Is that AI didn't realize negative ghost rider? <laughs> oh my god. So these are the. This is the problem with AI right now. It will get better. It will get better. It is getting better every day. It's it's it's, it's proceeding at a terrifying pace. Um, but um, you 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 need to be aware. And the way that it interacts with your customers and the way that it's going to, to play out, you, you, you got to watch that moral code, right? Because much like elves, technology has, and, and fairies, it has its own version of morals, which is not anything, right? They, they don't have morals. They, there's like, it, it's, it's binary, right? It's, it's on or it's off. There's no, you know, there's no in between. There's no good and bad, on or off. The electron is moving or it's not. That's it. No morals, right? So, and they, that's the biggest concern that every person who's ever worked in AI has is how do we give computers morals? Because they don't have them. And the answer is you don't because they don't have them. It's it's like trying to, to hand somebody who's colorblind a color and say, you know, make sure you only put in the red ones. You just, they literally can't see it, right? So, you know, it, it's it's problematic on a, on a core level. But from an energetic perspective, can you place some bumpers, right? And the answer to that is yes, because you're impacting it not from a logic perspective, but from an energy perspective. And so energy actually has the ability to morph and shift with intention and not have to have the hard and rigid logic coded stuff that you have to give to AI, right? So you could do magic, you know, set an intention that your AI is always operating within a moral boundary and that it always operates from a place of love and what'll happen is the energetic will kick in when you go to when the AI starts to go off the rails and it'll shove the electrons into the other side and it'll change the way that the AI interacts, right? Because energy works on an electron level as well. A sub 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 electron, sub sub uh, what what am I trying to say? Subatomic level. Um 
And so, you know, it will impact the AI if you set a, a positive, if you set a good intention, uh, it mean not not meaning positive intention, but a well-formed intention uh, that can take into account a lot of things. Uh, if you structure your intention well, it can curb the AI from doing things that are totally screwed up, right? So from that perspective, yes. So yeah, we got a little complex in here. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I, I actually have a, a, another question that's kind of related, but I started, as you were describing, I was kind of wondering if, you know how we set, we can set either wards on our businesses to protect them from harm, say like, like I'm thinking data breach, right? Um, right. Uh, that kind of technology, but also like to attract customers, you know, like I want the right kind of customer come that has money, you know, yeah, that, coming that'll be like I, I want, and more of a lighthouse sort of thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So is there a way to actually work with the technology gods or what would be like a way to approach that? So if I have this technology and I'm using it and I, I ask him for a blessing, right, which would be a wonderful thing for my business, then is is there a way to interact with them where they can also enhance to, say, protect my data, my customer's data from data breaches? Because that happens like every five seconds. And then on the AI to maybe attract the right kind of customer and keep away those that's going to harm my business. Like, you know, people who want to steal and things like that. So you're trying to do 14 layers of things in the, in the two things that you said. So I just want to be clear that. that well, of that course needs, I am. But <laughs> that needs to be broken down into elemental sections, right? Uh, especially when we're talking AI, which works on logic loops and things like that. Um, uh, you need to break it down into the the element par- the elemental parts in order to impact each of those individually. But um, the the short answer is yes, you can do all of those things, uh, but you you can't do them at that high scale of level. You have to like bring them into you know the elemental pieces because the the challenge is that the broader you make the instruction, the higher the chance, the probability not chance probability of unintended consequences. Because you're you're giving broad stroke instructions across multiple avenues of of outcome, and so the yeah it, the the chance the the probability is very high of unintended consequences if you try and do it too high level. So you really need to like drill down and be very clear about exactly what you want from each area, and then set the intentions at that level because otherwise things can go awry very easily very quickly. Yes. So, yeah. so would, would it be, would the, is that something the technology gods can help with as I'm setting these intentions? So like when they borged our baby, uh, you know, they, they sent people to us by randomly opening our website on, on a browser that they had closed. So yes, they can help with that, right? That, that can happen. Um, they, I had people all the time say, I typed in one website and your website came up instead and I thought well that's a sign so I reached out right that's another thing that happens um so you know all of all of that is yes the technology gods can help with and in terms of protection um the the challenge with the protection is that the few people who actually talk to the technology gods are the hackers And so you would be pitting the, you know, 
one set of technology gods against another set. And so, uh, you know, I might, I might want to try and do something a little bit uh, less technology-based for the uh, protection piece um, from an energetic perspective because I, I don't want to end up with a head-to-head battle. You know, then you end up with DOS, you know, denial of service attacks that, that are just stuck, right? I don't want it stuck. I want it to end, right? Yeah. So I would, I would do, you know, sneakier things like, you know, set a, set a trap for the, for an energy trap for the DOS attack to fall into and, and, you know, end up trapped in an, in an alternate reality or in a, in a land of the Lotus Eaters or a, you know, a never ending spin cycle or whatever, you know, I would, I would, I would do it that way. You go right. into the black hole of nothingness. The black hole of nothingness, yes. Yeah. Although it's not really nothingness. It's just a portal to another dimension. But never mind. Another dimension nonetheless. So not my problem anymore. But who knows who you sent it to at that point? That's the challenge, right? You know, who are they? And then are they going to come and get you for it? But, <laughs> you know, these, these are the unintended consequences, right? <laughs> It's to a dimension that has no computers. <laughs> That's it. No computers. They don't even have the, yeah, I'm dating myself. Nine, no technology, no bag phones. No. <laughs> One of the first cell phones when you had the whole, you know, 30 pound bag. Yeah. I had yeah, a bag phone. It, it lived in my yes. car because it was too heavy to carry anywhere. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. They they don't even have Ataris. They have yeah. no technology. Okay. Yeah. No microwaves. No no fax machines. No. Yeah. No. Okay. In fact, they hate technology, which is why they're there. Luddites. Noted. So there you go. Right. <laughs> okay. So I, I think this sort of gives you just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> so. You know, because, I mean, it's a complicated thing. I mean, these are complicated structures, and therefore they have complicated answers. But um, it gives you sort of a framework from which to think about it, right? And so, uh, you know, we're going to wrap this one up, and we're going to say, what am I going to say? Kellyism. Yeah. Well, first I want to tell you about the spiritual coach certification that we're doing. Because if... If you're listening to this um, and you are a spiritual entrepreneur, you're, you're a spiritual practitioner trying to make a living doing your work, and you're finding that doing it, you know, in one-off sessions is painful and not very profitable and not enough to quit your job, then you would like to learn how to do it in a in a much more sustainable fashion, in a non-icky sales fashion, and in, a, in using a system that is very successfully working and where we partner with you to run the business so you don't have to do a lot of the tech stuff that we've been talking about, then, you know, you may want to check out the uh, spiritual... Uh, coach certification program where we teach you how to run the Welcome to the Woo program. Uh, We teach you how to market it, sell it, and run it, and how to improve your ability to receive more and more money along the way. So, uh, and and we also teach you the energy scanning process as part of it so that you get to make money while you're prospecting. So, uh, you can find that on the website. We'll put it in the show notes as well. Uh, but it's under the online programs section of the website, and it says, you know, start start making a living in six six months, right? So check that out and uh, let us know if you want to want to know more. And so the Kellyism for today is 
Respect what isn't you. Allow it to be what it is and don't expect it to be what you are. And watch out for the unintended consequences. (laughs) Those damn unintended unintended consequences. Yeah. Get you every time. (laughs) Bite you in the butt every freaking time. Every time. Especially during a Mercury retrograde. I'm just saying. Yeah. Let's. Yes. So know where your control alt delete is. <laughs> <laughs> know where the power off button is. Yes. Yes. The hard All right, read. kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Well, that's all the time that we have for this week, folks. Tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Jules, here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon. Within my car, I'm all alone. But feeling good and feeling strong knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving wondering where my spirit will I'm driving are you a spiritual practitioner a coach who is looking to be able to be more abundant in your business but you don't really know how to do that you'd love to create a group program but you don't know what you would necessarily talk about and you really just love some help in getting the business off the ground and you really love to not have to do everything yourself well then i have good news for you my spiritual coach certification program is the way for you to be able to build a high ticket business with very little effort and to have a partner in the business along the way. We do all of the back end for you. We do all your tech. We do all of the payment processing. We do all of the onboarding, all of the customer service. And all you have to do is market, sell, and deliver on your courses. So if you'd like to learn more about this program and how it might work for you, reach out to me at spiritualcoachcertification.us and set up a discovery call. I look forward to talking with you.